This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity is turning the lead massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Right, I'm going. I, I'm we're good. Go ahead. Are we with Hello, everybody? everyone. <laughs> we would never right, launch. The, we would never launch the missile. We'd all be turning the keys. At different uh, you turn it first. <laughs> Oh, just another smooth start for us at the Flannel Cast. Good. Hello, everybody. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. I'm Chris. Hello. I'm Jesse. <laughs> I'm working on things. Jesse's working on the most awkward intro ever. Every week, <laughs> yeah. I have to edit this out. Not edit him out, but I have to go through this. I love Stretch it. it out to like five minutes by the end. Yeah. Hello. Good day, Governor. Welcome <laughs> to the Flannel Jesse's been practicing his, uh, what is that, uh, my so-called life? No, not my so-called life. Uh, what is that? Per, that's that NPR reference. television, NPR television show. This American Life? This American Life. Uh, with, uh, what is his name? Ira Glass. Ira Glass. But he, he constantly pauses just a hair too long. <laughs> and it kills me. <laughs> Well, he so. must be doing something right. He's got like one of the most popular podcasts on earth. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Good for him. Well, exactly. everyone, welcome everybody to the Geology Flannel Cast, your <laughs> one stop for all news about geology and geology. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and other uh, radio hosts, apparently. Yeah, right? Yeah. So. Um. Well, before we get into today's topic, we've got some, uh, well, we've got some current events. We'll just be uh, kind of chit-chatting about giving our take on what's going on. But uh, let's, uh, let's pay the bills first so we can uh, jump right into this action-packed episode. Yes, we'd like to thank the Formatting Formula for sponsoring us, formattingformula.com and or YouTube forward slash C forward slash Formatting Formula. And I know I talked about this last week that I contacted them about a formatting question. And they hooked me up and helped me hyperlink all my appendices. And then as I'm reading my document, I realized like, it's awesome. You, you can control click on the appendices and it brings you down to the appendices. But then I didn't figure out how do I go back to where I was reading? Like it was on reading on page 12, but then I clicked the appendices that sends me to page 210 how do I get back to page 12 without having to like scroll, 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 scroll? Oh, yeah. I'm on the edge of, I'm on the edge of my seat right now. So, uh, you know, there's settings. Legitimately. I, I almost want to share my screen, but in, in word, you actually have your, your toolbar right up at the top. Does that make sense? You, you feel me? Okay. Yeah. But then up above that toolbar, you have like another little toolbar that has like the, the diskette for save. You have the like back button for you know undo and then sometimes you have the four button for redo yeah they taught me how to add a button up there that goes back to where i was before wow what? blew my mind total game changer and you're like okay and and honestly it was like a, a two maybe three step process okay go to this click it go down here well, add, I mean, add like for, all commands and then find back. And I was like, that's for, it. You're forgetting about the first step they told you was you have to update from word five to <laughs> word, yeah, whatever 2020 version of word. <laughs> but honestly, it, it took, it took, they knew exactly how to do it instantly. And then it, it took them maybe a minute and a half to teach me how to do it. So the formattingformula.com can't say enough good things about them. Um, please check them out. Please let them know that the geology flannel cast sent you. So check them out forward slash you, uh, YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula or formattingformula.com. Tell them the geology flannel cast sent you. And then also, if you want to check us out on Patreon, uh, what Twitter, yeah, you go uh, patreon.com slash geologyflannelcast. We're at geoflannelcast on Twitter, and we're on Facebook, geologyflannelcast on Facebook. So 
um, yeah, check us out on that's all of our social media stuff or geologyflannelcast.com. So, uh, yeah, so I guess before we get started, just a quick little announcement. Um, so I got some listener questions coming in. Thank you to everyone that's uh, submitted the listener questions. Um, I've been reading them. There's some really neat stuff. So if you want to, you want to, uh, we're going to probably be doing a listener question episode pretty soon. So if you have some, some question that's keeping you up late at night in <laughs> the earth science field or earth science adjacent field, Shoot us an email. Uh, you can, uh, we can go to the geologyflannelcast.com and you can click on the link for um, submit listener question and um, send your listener question to us and we'll take a look at it and uh, we try to answer most of them on the, uh, on the listener question episode. So it's been, uh, it's been a while since we've done a listener question episode. I think, we, I think one of the first ones since we got resurrected, since our, we, you know, we came back, brought the, uh, the podcast back, uh, was a listener question episode back in April. So we're due, we're due for another one. So hurry up, get those in. Uh, I we love seeing those questions and just, uh, or if you just want to shoot us an email, you don't, um, there's a, you can uh, hit us up. There's another link on the website to contact us. If you ever want to just, you know, just talk. We love talking to you guys. So we got <laughs> some really neat chat. fans. Yeah. Our listener question episode was April of 2020. Okay. Yeah. So, so. it was so four years ago. <laughs> 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 in normal human years yes that was four years ago <laughs> yeah uh, <clears throat> all right so uh, yeah so we got some uh some news stories today we just uh kind of figured we'd uh chug through them and uh give our little a piece of our mind <laughs> what we <laughs> how these news stories make us feel you know our take on them so uh so for those of you who are just joining in some of our patreons get to listen in ahead of time but uh Chris, this is going to be our, our last time with your hipster studio in the background with the bikes on the wall oh. and the drum kit in the back. And the, it'll, you know, it'll, I can't, I'm sure it'll still be hipster. Don't worry about that. I'll just <laughs> <see>. <laughs> I can't wait to see what it's going to look like. And, you know, I, I'm just assuming it's going to be some sort of like cave or tomb or something. <laughs> oh, I was going for like, uh, I don't know, something like the, the Sistine Chapel in the background Ooh. or something majestic like that, you know? I, I guess we could put ourselves on fancy Zoom backgrounds instead of just my no. dirty oh. room behind us. I wanna, we should get a mural of us, like, touching rock hammers or something. <laughs> oh, that sounds like, like somebody should probably get that tattooed on their back. I don't uh, <laughs> if we have any artist friend listeners who are willing to uh, make that happen. Uh, I, I will be glad to pose with my rock hammer. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, who, who would like to kick us off tonight? You want me to start things off since Go I ahead. usually never do? Go ahead. This is, this is for everyone listening. This is going to be the, this is going to be the Steve Peterson episode today. He uh, is running the show. Maybe what? into the ground. We don't know. <laughs> Listen, you got to have some faith. I have plenty of faith. I just sitting back today. Go ahead. All right. What's what's the first? What's grinding your gears? What's the first story? So uh, I'll start with this one that's a little uh, near and dear to my heart because right. I am a, a FAA certified pilot. So. I'm talking about there's this recent article about using drones to study active volcanoes. Very cool. So you have uh, approximately 300 active volcanoes on earth. And these researchers were, you know, it's an active volcano. So it's, mm. it, it has the potential to be slightly dangerous. A little bit, a little bit. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it the beauty of where in the eruption cycle it's at, you know, and yeah, it depends yep. if you're in it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the whole, the whole issue, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of us have seen movies like, uh, Dante's peak and stuff like that, where they take helicopters up and they take their readings. And, but again, that involves humans being proximal to an active volcano. So these, this uh, research group decided to use drones and they stayed miles away and were able to fly the drones near the volcanoes to actually get real time gas readings and um, other readings. So they went to this 
uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's pronounced Manam, M-A-N-A-M, Manam Volcano. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an island. It's only about six miles wide. It sits off the northeast co- coast of Papua New Guinea. The island is home to over 9,000 people. It is a very active volcano. So they were actually looking at this volcano from satellite images because they, they were trying to, one of their initial readings or one of their initial reasons for studying this because they thought it was contributing to the amount of CO2 in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Now, um, CO2 from volcanoes can be a huge climate driver, but it's at this point pretty insignificant to what humans are doing, but it's still a portion of what's going on. So um, <clears throat> they were trying to figure out, way, you know, there are many ways to forecast when a volcano is going to erupt. There's um, earthquakes, there's bulges, there's, um, and then there's also gas emissions. So when the magma is coming up through the mantle, they originally thought that, that it would heat up some of the crustal material that would release CO2 because it was wet and has water in it and other things. Um, but now they're actually thinking based on the, the anal, analyzing the gases and taking the isotopes, they're actually thinking it's from the upper mantle, not from the crust, which is oh. contributing most to the CO2, which is kind of neat. But then there's also sulfur dioxide, which is bad because that can cause, you know, um, acid rain. Acid rain, yeah, I was going to say. So, um, but, so they traveled to this Papua New Guinea. They brought these drones. They flew these drones um, 6,000 feet into the air at about three and a half miles away, which if anybody else is a FAA drone pilot, you know that that's, illegal but i guess not in papua new guinea or you can get a permit for it but basically basically you need to be able to still have a line of sight on the drone and it's not supposed to go over 400 feet over the highest peak so maybe i guess they weren't 400 feet over the peak but um so says, really that you can't i didn't know that so when you're when you're piloting a drone it has to has to always stay within eyesight yes and okay with the the drones, I just I just have a general drone question now. I, I don't really, I never piloted a drone, but it's kind of you know, still on the topic. Shoot. You can when when you're piloting, you can like you can see like you can you have a handheld unit, right? And you can just like a camera and, and like you yes, can still see like what the drone sees, right? Yes, but okay. you're supposed to be able to physically still see it too, just for safety measures. Right? Yes, okay. exactly. Um, right. Now that's the drone has to be under fifty five pounds. If it's over 55 pounds, you know, that's considered. Uh, like next level up. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Military. I, I or... Military, but basically it has to be less than 55 pounds so, at okay. takeoff. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so it has to be within the line of sight because yeah, those, uh, the radio controls can go miles. So you, you could fly it really, really far away, but it, technically if you could still see it, that mm-hmm. that counts okay um, so yeah they, they were flying it far away well out of sight of the pilots um but they they uh took images of the craters they measured the gas compositions right above the rising plumes and then they were trying to do um sweet studies on the the ratios of co2 versus so2 to figure mm-hmm. out um all right, if those ratios switch, does that mean that all of a sudden uh, eruption is imminent? Things like that. But uh, unfortunately, this study was only for like 10 days. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's still lots to be done. I feel like if our Patreons would really just chip in, then we could just go to Papua New Guinea, get a good drone, you know, spend our winters there and make this happen. Well, so, you know... We'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see. You know, but uh, I wouldn't wouldn't hold my breath right now. Uh, yeah. Well, you never know. But we should take two drones because <clears throat> I'm just we're gonna fly one into the volcano. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, I've I've crashed many a drone. So, oh jeez. 
Well, Steve, I was wondering, so you, you talked about a couple different things there. I want to just uh, kind of uh, reiterate. So um, there's always this, uh, this thing going back and forth about, you, you brought this up, Steve, and this is this is a really good point um, about how much carbon um, or how, yeah, how much carbon dioxide uh, is that humans release versus how much volcanoes release. And then there's this always this big thing about, you know, well, humans, you know, humans release a lot of CO2 from industrial processes, but it's nothing compared to a, a volcano. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm reading this article here. Uh, this, is, this is an article in Scientific American, and it says the name of the, the article is, Are Volcanoes or Humans Harder on the Atmosphere? And they quote the United States Geological Survey as them saying, the, the USGS saying that uh, every year, about uh, 200, uh, the volcanoes produce about 200 million tons of carbon dioxide annually. Uh, but with, uh, you know, anthropogenic releases are about 24 billion tons of CO2. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't realize it was, there was that much of a discrepancy. So that's something that I just learned uh, just now. So that's, that's, a, that's a big difference. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, a so, volcano releases about 3,700 tons of CO2. Yeah a day so well um but there's only about 300 active volcanoes so what that was hold that thought because there's there's actually more than that but um Uh, approximately but yeah yeah. Yeah. um (laughs) the one thing so real fast about the co2 then we'll go into i actually looked up some stats about the active volcanoes but this thing about the the carbon dioxide being released uh that's i it sounds like, I, I, as if I'm interpreting this article correctly, that's what's happening right now. So the Earth does go through, does go through different cycles where there is increased volcanic activity, and and right now we're in this this time period where we have there's there's a uh, there's a lower amount of volcanic activity. So I think that they're talking about right now. So currently, yeah, humans are releasing more CO2 than than volcanoes are. Um, so I just found that as a, so just to kind of throw some numbers out there, just to show the, the discrepancy, the difference between what humans are releasing versus what mother nature is releasing is humans yeah, are releasing a lot more. Yeah. Orders of magnitude more. Yeah. 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 So the other thing is, uh, there is about, uh, 500 volcanoes on earth that have erupted in historical time. Um, and there's about 1,500 volcanoes on Earth that are potentially active. So I guess the you know if, if there's so there's 300 that are active. 300 that are current. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I was just saying it was, it's, a, it's a tiny little bit more than what you said. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just busting chops. But yeah, I mean it's it's crazy how, uh, how much CO2 just uh, one person for a year. Versus one volcano for now a volcano is going to be orders of magnitude than a person, but then there's seven billion of us on the planet. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and obviously we all have varying different degrees of carbon f- footprints. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, carbon. Yeah, it's also interesting to note that the way that some industries and some uh, the the way they calculate carbon, your carbon footprint, like one pound of carbon is equivalent to about like, I I think it's like 3.67 pounds of CO2. Okay. So if your carbon footprint is one, then then you're actually releasing 3.67 times that in CO2. Oh, okay. Interesting. So... Man, this cat really wants to get in the podcast. Yeah, this cat is all over. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have I have a little kitten that's very active right now. <laughs> uh, you know what you need? Kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, uh, so yeah, well, so it just uh, it just is a very novel approach to this slightly newish technology and how to analyze this behavior because before. It was just too risky to constantly, well, it was costly and risky to constantly send up um, helicopters with these gas sensing equipment and 
and or some of these volcanoes have like super steep flanks and you know it's just not safe to go up there so why not send an autonomous vehicle to do it like a drone so which is very very interesting um ways to think about these things so very very cool yeah you know it's uh anytime you can kind of you know keep humans safer and still do great science obviously that's a that's a plus you know um there's always a story about uh the crafts the uh the husband the husband and wife team they were volcanologists maurice and katja yeah 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 there's a uh, there's a really great, well, it's, there's a, there's a really interesting video kind of sh- documenting like what they were doing. And these guys were like next level. They were <laughs> very brave people. Um, and as the, I know the documentary you're talking about it yeah. and literally says in the world of volcanoes, they were rock stars and it's, yeah, kind of it's cool. they were, they I were mean, like technically, yeah, as a geologist. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, there's all correct these... me if I'm wrong. Aren't they dead? They did. They, uh, 1991, I believe. Yeah. Mount Unzen. Yeah. Yeah. Mount Unzen. yeah. Yeah. The, the pyroclastic pyro... flow. Yeah. 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 Uh, these people would get like right up in there on the, on the volcanic eruptions. And, and if, if you just Google or uh, look up on YouTube, uh, the crafts and, and some of the footage they have next to volcanoes, they're right there. And there's like volcanic bombs like coming down on them. So in case you don't know what a volcanic bomb, I guess it's, I don't know if it actually be considered a volcanic bomb, the stuff that's hitting them, but when volcanoes are going off, it's very dangerous. There's a lot of stuff that can take you out. And my personal favorite way to get taken out by a volcano is these volcanic bombs. So basically it's just the, the volcano kind of spews out some lava, this blob of lava, and it goes flying up into the air. And by the time it goes up into the air and it solidifies, it crystallizes and turns into rock. And now it's coming down back to earth as just a really big rock. And some of these, it can be Really small. big, steaming, yeah. hot pile of rock. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> some of them can be... Describe that. You say molten. <laughs> a steaming pile of rock. <laughs> what can I say? I, that, that beginning scene of Dante's Peak Chokes me up every time. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, you know Pierce Brosnan should have won an Oscar for that. But anyway, what happens in the beginning scene? I don't refresh my memory. They're in. Um, uh, come on, I haven't seen. I it think like they might years. have been in Papua New Guinea. No, I think they were in like Nicaragua. Uh, okay, and the, but the, it's an opening scene where Pierce Brosnan's saying, "Come on, we got to get out," and the woman saying, "Like, okay, just one more like measurement or something," and then they hop in the truck and he's driving away from an actively erupting volcano. Oh, he's trying to outrun the pyroclastic flow? No. Oh. Uh, Lava bombs dropping. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And spoiler alert, one comes through the roof of the truck, hits her in the head, and she... Oh, no. Yeah. Had a big day. Had a little bump on her head. It is a really graphic scene. Like, like I said, haunts me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't if there's a volcano going off please don't try to ride the volcano out that's just uh so i have a question about the crafts did they own a cat and if would, so do you think that cat what what is that virus that mice have that makes them brave and then the cats eat it and then makes the cats brave uh, and then uh, um, the, and then the people who own the cats makes it's a parasite brave. yeah it's a yes oh, what uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, it's not virus, but it's... it's. Wow. Is it like in their litter box? Or yeah? Toxoplasmosis. Yeah. Toxoplasmosis. So these mice get this toxoplasmosis and it re- basically reduces or removes their fear receptor. Yes. So they yeah. just start running around like, eh, They're not I don't care if a human sees me. I don't yeah. care if a cat sees me. And then these cats eat it and then the cats get the toxoplasmosis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which makes them fearless. And then when they live in somebody's house, you can get the toxoplasmosis and it makes you more prone to do things like rock climbing or going drinking at bars during a pandemic. So I'm pretty sure Chris has it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> there is, there is uh, some studies. They think that people that do like these like crazy, like, you know, uh, activities like, um, yeah, like, like skydiving or just, you know, going yeah. crazy on a motorcycle, and yeah, I think that it's linked to 
might be linked to toxoplasmosis from what I've heard. I don't know. I'm not a, right. So if you're a volcanologist, you obviously own a cat. Uh, <laughs> correlation is not causation, right? <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm all ipso about. facto. Uh, you heard it here first. If you want to become a volcanologist, adopt a cat. Why? Well, anyway, so I guess to get back to my the original thing I was saying, there's uh, this. You want to become a volcanologist? I want to become a volcanologist. <laughs> I want to bungee jump into the crater yeah. of a volcano. <laughs> And just kind of just have the have the. I'm in. I'll fly you over on a drone. It'll just dip me down. I have a little cup. Just take a scoop of the lava out of the. Uh, yeah. Out of the crater of the volcano. Boom! Come right back up. Good to go. I see nothing wrong with this plan. We're in. So you got to watch the you got to watch the YouTube footage of the crafts, and they're like at they're literally like maybe just meters away from the active volcanic eruption. Stuff's like pelting down on them, and they're just like <laughs> they're loving it. They're just, they're in their element and um, they actually have a quote in this documentary that's on YouTube or the, the, the portion of the documentary that's on YouTube. And they say, if I die tomorrow from volcanic eruption, so be it. Like, it's something like, you know, uh, I, you know, very I, I, ominous. I won't, I won't yeah. mind. And then the next scene is like, on Mount Unzin, like, you know, <laughs> they died. There's something about, yeah, the, the wind shifted and it, it brought the pyroclastic flow over in a direction they weren't expecting and. Um, yeah, they got, you know. So, in case you don't know what a pyroclastic flow is, it's when the volcano the volcano releases this. Uh, it's it's just this scorching ash. Louis Ardent. Yes, uh, French for glowing cloud. Yes. So you don't want to you don't you don't want to get hit with this uh, pyroclastic flow. But did you guys see that? Actually, I got a question for you guys. Did you guys? There's a there's some footage from some Japanese hikers a couple years ago that were up on a volcano when the volcano went off. I yeah, guys, it was crazy. It was like, it's crazy. It was, what, you saw that ash cloud coming at them, but they survived. So it must have been cooler. I don't really know the logistics on how. I think it, was, how, I think it wasn't like superheated. I mean, I mean, it had to have been because the camera, the phone survived and, and the people survived. So it obviously wasn't well, that thousand well, degree. The videos wow. of it coming down was like it made me claustrophobic. I did not care for I, it. You heard all the, <laughs> you heard like everything getting pelted down. All the little, all the little, um, the uh, I don't even. I guess like the rocks, rocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's like coming out of the volcano, and you heard it like pelting down on the, on the camera. It was crazy, because they see this cloud coming, and they were just like, "Well, we're up here. Like, there's there's no way out of this." And they just kind of hide behind a boulder just to, you know, ride it out. And it is that's some wild footage. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to post that video. There you go. We'll post it on, it on the website. The dry erase board. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That was in Japan. Uh, volcano. Okay. All right. Let's and I have a second little news story here that's a little bit out of my wheelhouse, but I'm going to talk about it anyway because that's what I do. Um, <clears throat> go for it. So researchers have reconstructed the first complete brain of one of the oldest dinosaurs. Okay. What? Yeah. So, uh, they very you know, close to Jurassic Park territory. Yeah, no. It basically, they they were able to use tomography, essentially CT scanning of a okay. very complete brain, uh, dinosaur skull cavity to reconstruct where the brain would have fit in the head, essentially. Interesting Tom tomography. So. <clears throat> Uh, it demands a well-preserved brain case, which that was my nickname in high school. Um, <laughs> if the, you say so. <laughs> so this is the region that envelops the brain tissue to date, complete and well-preserved neurocrania from the oldest dinosaur worldwide have not been found. But in 2015, a Brazilian paleontologist from the Universidad Federal de Santa Maria Dr. Rodrigo Temp Mueller unearthed an exceptionally well-preserved skeleton from a fossiliferous location in southern Brazil. The skeleton is 233 million years old. Belongs ah, that's to an old dinosaur. That's an old one. Dinosaur named. God, pronounce it. This. Come on, come on. Bruliolestis. Bruliolestis. Schultzize. The Schultzy. Schultzy. Brulio, Brulio Lestis Schultzy. Schultzy. 
um, I know nothing. And the <laughs> entire brain case was preserved. Um, you know, most people will not get that Hogan's Heroes reference. Just <laughs> FYI. Uh, then you should go back to like me TV and start watching some old. I mean, I do remember Nick at night, man. Yeah. Being a little kid, watch that and the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, so they were able to reconstruct <laughs> this, uh, 1.5 grams, which is slightly larger than a pea. Yeah. The shape was primitive, resembling general morphology of a, uh, crocodile brain. Presence of well-developed structures in the cerebellum indicate the capacity, the capability to track moving prey. Yeah, this this is what blows my mind with paleontologists. They're like, oh, based on this dent and this thing, it must have had a very powerful jaw. Like, hi, well, that I kind of get, but telling me that this like little bulge over here meant that they could track prey, huh? huh that's crazy. That's, That's why they're paleontologists, man. Oh, I'm looking at the, a picture of the brain right now that they that they created. I would, if you would have showed that to me, man, I would. It looks like a squid. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. It looks like a snork with an extra eye. Do you guys remember the snorks? I do. That's a 1980s reference. <laughs> Mark it down. Um, well, wow. So that's but that's like a that's a really old dinosaur. Yeah, two yeah, two thirty three. Yeah, yeah that's, like that's like crazy are, old. That's yeah, but that's like the beginning. Of dinosaurs, right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Dinosaurs came out in the Triassic period. Um, it wasn't one of the latter ones, you can say. Were they? Were they, were they yeah, Triassic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. two thirty-three. Yeah. But just uh, the cognitive capabilities uh, overwhelm them. So they're. I, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, that's, I mean, like, it's really cool that they can just look at, what was it, they say, uh, they're looking at the cerebellum, just like the shape of the cerebellum, mm-hmm. I guess, and they can, you know, oh, this means that this thing could uh, could track moving prey. Like, what? Well, I mean, like, I guess it makes sense, you know, dinosaurs <sighs> can track moving prey. But just, like, what I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is to kind of add, uh, you know, piggyback off of what you said, Steve, just how these guys can just look at the shape of the brain and just say, like, oh, yeah, this means that they can, they could do task X, Y, and Z, you know? Exactly. Only also because like there's, there's little lumps and bulbs and they're like, Oh, well this must've been the cerebellum. This was the optic lobe. This was the pituitary. Uh, this was the, you know, whatever. It's like, I'm sorry, what, how, how do you, <laughs> I, I understand you have obviously many, many modern analogs to compare it to, but I, and I don't know enough to, to mm. be like, ah, I think you're baloney, but <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Well, they think that this, uh, this brain that they, uh, I guess, reconstructed, um, this, is, uh, this dinosaur is of the same lineage that the giant sauropods came from. So um, like your, your brachiosaurus. So the big, yeah, the big guys with the big necks. Um, but it's interesting. So they're, they're saying that this is, this is from that, that lineage. This is one of the earliest members of, you know, what this, this, these guys later turned into the, the really, really big dinosaurs to really water that down. Yep. <laughs> All right. This and- reminds me of, uh, real fast, I, I mean, just to kind of do one other thing about this. I know a couple of weeks ago we did the, the Jurassic Park commentary, right? And, you know, we were kind of talking, talking some trash on, uh, or not talking trash, just giving, giving our <laughs> take on, we're talking trash. Let's be honest. <laughs> the openings, one of the, one of the, it was the opening scene where uh, Dr. Well, who's the main, Dr. Grant, right? The, is that yeah. the, character, mm-hmm. the main character's name? Yeah. He, they reconstructed the vocal box of the, the raptor, right? And he, he blows into it and makes like the shrieking sound. Um, yeah. And we're like, come on. How, how does he, these guys did that with the brain. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, um, let's make that, fun of them. That's <laughs> uh, one of our Patreon friends, Frank, is uh, referencing Littlefoot from. Remember this movie? Yes, yeah. the saddest movie ever made. <laughs> the Land Before Time. That's it. Littlefoot's mom dies in the. Oh, I saw that in the theater. I'm still not ready to talk about it. <laughs> All right. Apparently, we hit a nerve with Steve. So, um, no, honestly, I just blacked it out. I, I, I haven't seen that movie in thirty years. So, I, 
you're missing out. I, I guess. It's still terribly sad. Is it on like Disney Plus or something? Can I depress my uh, kids with it? Yeah, it's somewhere. It's you can I'm find sure. it. It's on one of the services. Nice. Um, but yeah, so those are my two no- news stories for the next six months. So I'm gonna put myself on mute and just sit back and relax. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. I guess um, no, I do have a couple more, but again, just like uh, I feel like every science news story is something to do with outer space. Mine is about outer space. I know. And that's what I'm saying. And this is Thornburg scooped me on this. So no, you can do it if you want. No, no. I mean, I can, I can, <laughs> no, read, it. No. <laughs> I can read it aloud. Like I do what I'm teaching. But <laughs> Let's find out what we're learning about today. Oh, <laughs> Well, I'm on the edge of my seat now. I want to hear oh. about this moon story. It's my turn. No, no. Seminac, what do you have? <laughs> I, I have oh. nothing to add. Yeah. Listen. All right. Listen. <laughs> so, science. Even Cal Ripken took a day off when he, well, I guess when he retired. <laughs> no, he did take a day off before he retired. Oh, you're right. He did. He, he did. did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What a, he really, that was a silly move. Uh <laughs> I love Cal Ripken. Uh, all right, so science. Really? I think he's overrated. Wow, you are angering. I could hear the city of Baltimore yeah. writing us letters right now furiously. Listen, listen if, yeah, anyway, I'm not going mean, to He's this. no Billy Ripken, but. Oh, wow, that's a. Remember, remember that baseball card where he had <laughs> some expletives written on the bottom of his baseball bat? I don't. No, it was like a rare misprint because he had like basically fu written on the bottom of his bat and they took his picture and they didn't realize it until like they had already printed some so yeah no oh, way. you can buy one for over a thousand dollars on ebay yeah was it the 87 tops traded 80 89 fleer 89 fleer oh Sorry. it says ex- something it, I, i'm looking at the explicit yeah okay <laughs> I'm so. not gonna say. Uh, if if you want to see it, uh, Google do it. Google image search of Billy Ripken baseball card. And anyway, uh, what I'm saying, what I'm saying have, is, don't have small Cal, children around. <laughs> Cal, Cal Ripken played on a mediocre. To uh, he never won a World Series, right? He he played on a mediocre baseball team for a long time. He yeah. did. And he, but he played for a long, and I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame or that he wasn't a good player. I just don't think he was a great player. You're really taking taking a lot away from him. You can uh, get in touch with Steve by emailing him <laughs> at steve <laughs> at geologyflannelcast.com. Right? Yes. What was his anyway. record? Anyway. What was his record? 2,632 games. Oof. That's a lot of games. Considering there's 160, 100, 160 games in a season? 162. 162, okay. All right. Um, you ready? I'm ready. I, we just talked about Cal Ripken. We're gonna, I can't wait to see the hate mail that Steve <laughs> gets now. And this is going great. I feel like, yes, uh, the, the whole central Atlantic coast is going to hate me. But I feel like the rest of the country might be like, yeah, he's got a point. Well, well, time will tell. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'm not saying he was terrible. I just thought he was overrated. That's all. Carry on. All right. So scientists, if if they are to believe, be believed. I don't know how you feel about scientists. Um, I'm hit or miss. I'm I'm pro. Have recently discovered um, an asteroid. Are you familiar with asteroids? Yeah, didn't we just find that it was like ten quadrillion dollars or something? Yeah, yeah psych, psych six sixteen or is that was the official? Yeah, that's we're in. sixteen yeah. psych. Did we make the joke that you'd land on it thinking you'd get psych. rich and you'd just be like fool's gold psych. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, so, giant yeah, okay. pyrite. So we talked about this last week. It's worth ten thousand quadrillion dollars. Which yeah, that's a that's a real number. Yeah, <laughs> it, see, it's awkward to say ten thousand quadrillion. What comes after quadrillion? Why don't you just say Quintillion. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why they didn't be, I don't know. It's worth it, a lot of money, but. Well, this is not that. This okay. is worth nothing. Oh, no, you, cool. can, you oh, can only cool. buy that thing in Bitcoin. 
actually this would be this yeah, this will be you could buy in dogecoin um <laughs> this so this is a um it was actually discovered in 1998 <clears throat> but they just recently were analyzing it so this is known they think this is um well anyway i'll i'll, I'll tell what they saw and then i'll tell what they think it is okay um Basically, they, they were using uh, spectroscopy, so they were looking at the light coming off of it. And mm -hmm. you can tell by the light coming off of it, by the wavelengths of light, what gets absorbed and what gets reflected, basically what it's made up of. And um, it, it turns out that it's, it's basically made up of um, like uh, pyroxene and iron. Ah. And pyroxene and iron is the main components that make up the moon. Ah, I was close to And so geez. this rock, the, these, um, <clears throat> the spectral analysis looks almost exactly the same as the moon. Whoa. So they're, you know, this is like the moon's little twin, little, little brother, little sister, um, because it's tiny. It's about a kilometer wide. Oh, it, wow. It's hanging out behind, um, it's orbiting um, with a group of asteroids called the Trojans. Are you familiar with the Trojans? So we have the asteroid belt, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we, they're, within the asteroid belt, there's basically two separate groups that are, um, that are not part of the asteroid belt. And the one group's called the Trojans and the other is called the Greeks. You oh. See what they're doing there? Um, Interesting. <laughs> And so the Trojans, the Trojans are in um, the Lagrange point of, of Mars. So basically they orbit Mars, they're between Mars. They're, they're orbiting Mars because they're in the spot where they're, they're kind of in equilibrium with the gravitational balance between Mars and the sun. Yeah, so it's just, it, like, so I guess to, in case people don't know about Lagrange points, that's where it basically, you send something out to the Lagrange point and it has equal gravitational pull between different different bodies. Yeah, mass body, yeah. So like, and, and so it, it just kind of stays still. Is that yeah. the okay? Okay. Yeah. So like Earth, had, we have two between us and um, us and the Moon and us and the Sun. I guess is that is that how it works? Lagrange one. It does. does there's several. I, I I'm yeah. pretty sure there's several. And this is where yeah. I'm getting a little bit out of my realm of expertise. Yeah, I don't know too much about Lagrange. I I know I know about them. Yeah. So basically, it's it's a point where the gravity's kind of equal and it just kind of, you can park something there and it just kind of stays still. Yeah. yeah. I just know about the ZZ top song. LaGrange. LaGrange. Yeah. yeah it's a classic so, song. <laughs> so most of the Trojans, all the Trojans essentially um, look like one another. Okay. They look like. I, I'm, I'm, so these are, these are not, oh, they're, they're, they're not in the asteroid belt. Yeah. They're, they're like, okay. I mean, the Martian LaGrange point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and so they, they look, um, they, all of the Trojans sort of look the same. They, and they look like objects in the asteroid, but they look like what you would think asteroids look like. Uh -huh. This, this little rock does not look like those. This looks like the moon. So is this like a leftovers from the when moon Thea blasted off? When Thea slammed into Earth? Maybe that's what the thought is that it might be a piece of the moon that just got just a chunk of the moon that broke off and got caught in the Martian orbit. Wow. Yeah. So oh, um, that is crazy. Could they like it might rewind rewind the point to where Mars would have been close enough? To figure out that math to when it actually hit Earth, there's probably way too many variables. But yeah, anyway, I don't, I don't know about that. <clears throat> the The kicker here is that it it may also be a piece of Mars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But um, but it's it's sort of interesting because it it was just it's hanging out sort of behind Mars and we didn't really know it was there. But it was just observed recently using um. The VLT in uh, the Atacama Desert in Chile. The VLT. Oh. VLT is the appropriately named Very Large Telescope. <laughs> they really spent a lot of time. How many meetings do you think they had and they just came up with that name? 
Like, <laughs> we call it the, I don't know, the Very Large Telescope. <laughs> well, is it an Italian? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It sound like that. In a, R, should we call like, it the RBT, the really big telescope? Oh, uh, the notorious RBT. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the really, it's, it is very large. It's got, um, it's got a eight, eight meter uh, lens on it. So that's, that's big. Yeah. It's, Eight meter, yeah. 8.2 meter unit. That's a big unit. That Randy was, Johnson. Uh, Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah. you beat me to it. <laughs> Another baseball reference yeah, today. Really yeah. Uh, he was not overrated. He was a very fine pitcher. He took out. Do you ever see the, the, the footage of him taking out that bird? Oh, that pigeon? Yeah. <laughs> Just obliterated he, that pigeon. He didn't hit. He threw a pitch, and as it was going to the catcher, there was a you can see it on YouTube. His pigeons are swooping down and poof, just the whole thing just exploded. Just feathers, exploded. Feathers everywhere. I want to get Cal Ripken Jr. was twice MVP. He he's he's in the three thousand hit club. He's got four hundred and thirty home runs. Oh, okay. I didn't say he sucked. I just said I thought he was overrated. Nineteen time All Star. 98% first time. 19 time All Star because you get one All Star from every team. Yeah, that's true. There's, there's, How many times in those 19 times did Baltimore send somebody else? There had to be a few years there where Baltimore wasn't terrible. Uh, there were, but <laughs> not many. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm Switzerland on, the this, same on this argument. I'm not taking a side. They're in the same division <laughs> with Boston and New York. So yeah. for, I mean, a, for a Yankees, lot of that. I feel like the Yankees were terrible in the 80s and 90s. Uh, they were like, not. Yeah, they weren't good. Anyway, this has turned into the baseball podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the moon, when it hits your eye like a giant pizza pie. That's a boy. Part no, of it's that, hanging out at a Martian Lagrange point. Yeah. Maybe. So what would it take to send up a satellite to there to figure out, to take samples from it? Yeah, I don't know. Let's stop going to uh, Bino and send one to uh, Mars too or moon two i like uh, it the satellite that just landed on the what should we call it um, yeah it, did they ever retract the uh sampler they did they, i think they just stowed it yeah yeah so, I, I thought i saw they they it, it seems like it's fixed i i didn't look i just saw some headlines i didn't i didn't look into yeah. it i think they had a procedure yeah well that's fine i mean you know You'd hope they get that send that probe out to that asteroid. Hope they get that'd be awesome. Bring that stuff back. And, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. man. And uh, uh, well, the I want to say the Japanese just they did something similar where they were they had a satellite that was like really close tail and it was collecting stuff. Yeah. It, it's about to come back to the Earth. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that'll be got a lot of got a lot of fun stuff coming up here. Yep. That's how the zombie apocalypse starts, but either way, I'm yeah, excited. Well, I mean, can it get it, you know, you got to go sometime. Exactly. Why not go eating brains? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, why not go from a, a Martian asteroid? But Oh, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, brains, that too. <laughs> Man, I, December. December. Frank says. Time. Just think about the logistics, the, the engineering logistics, setting out a probe, having it hit the asteroid, take a sample, and bringing it back, and having it, you know, survive yeah. the reentry back to Earth. And like, that's a, that's a, that's a little bit of algebra. I, that's why you should learn math, kids. You need to learn math. How you know, first, not using your calculator. A little, and then, you know, you know, and then if you learn how to do math, you, you can send stuff up to asteroids and get samples. That's how cool mm -hmm. is that. You know, uh, that's but, why you have to learn your calculus and all you know i don't know if you guys remember how many times have they sent like a satellite to like study the sun or something <laughs> and like oh that's right it was in feet not meters oh like, no that was the the uh, uh, astronomical the units or something yeah. the hubble is that's what screwed up the hubble in the beginning well, there was one was it no there, the, there, the there, hubble there was, martian, there was a martian probe that crashed yes. oh is that it what it was, was it was imperial versus metric yeah yes there and was there, the hubble no when they sent the lens, it up, something got damaged in the no, launch the lens was in backwards right? the lens the lens there's something wrong with the lens and the hubble they had to repair the lens i thought it was a convert oh maybe you're right the 
the Martian one was the issue with the conversion from from English units to metric. Yeah. And the thing crashed. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a yeah, big always issue. write down your units. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. But you, you anyway. Are telling us. Um all right. Well, that's all we have for tonight, folks, I think. Um, I'm looking at the, uh, the, the, the links we have here, and apparently there's a link you sent about the, uh, a masked singer performance with the squiggly monster performing I Can't Get No Satisfaction. What? That was – I clicked on the links that, that Steve sent, and uh, I, I know it's – What are you – this was the, call me? <laughs> look, I just sent the link. That's, what, uh, that's one of the links that Peterson sent. Uh, no way. I swear to God, watching the masked singer, uh, the squiggly monster sing, I can't get no satisfaction from season four, episode six. The masked wow. Singer. Well, was it good? I don't know. I don't, I didn't watch it. I thought, I thought you were a joke. I thought you were messing with me when you said no. that. I, I didn't get an email either. So I think you are messing with me. No, <laughs> I don't see that in this email. I clicked on all the links for the email. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I sent it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Either way. All right. Well, it looks like a funny video. It looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, so. My kids are really into the mass singer. <laughs> is it ever anyone famous or is it just like. No, sometimes it is. Yeah. They had like, wasn't Little Wayne on it or something or. Yeah. Bust of Rhymes was on it this this season. Now you're talking. Who else? Bust the bus. Uh, uh Mickey, Mickey Rourke? No. Yeah, Mickey Rourke was on it. Huh. Um a, bu- a bunch of people. Huh. It's pretty funny. Anyway. Um all right, well, anyways, uh <laughs> yeah. So we we'd like to thank the formatting formula again. Uh please check them out. YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula at formattingformula.com. Um Tell them to Geology Flannelcast sent you, so we get credit for it. And, and they'll probably do some nice, th- nice things for you, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, they did yell at me. They're like, what do you mean we're going to give them a discount? <laughs> and I was like, what? Just give them a discount. <laughs> They're like, uh, okay. We're good for it. <laughs> and I said, don't, don't you normally give somebody a discount if they come from the Flannelcast? They're like... Is yet to be seen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, they, they, they normally do hook people up uh, if, if they say they're from the flannel cast. So please do, please do, please do. And check us out on Patreon. I mean, that's what's literally keeping the lights on in Jesse's house right now is our Patreon. Yeah, and my bill is coming due. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> you. Uh, uh, Mark's yeah, so- going to use that. Uh, formatting formula for your thesis awesome they do very, theses very smart all the time man. nice very, yeah. very smart man um yeah so check us out on patreon patreon.com slash geology flannelcast there's uh different tiers you can get some stickers if you just uh the lowest tier if you just want to be uh, you know every little every little bit helps we're trying to upgrade with some equipment here and get some uh nicer microphones and stuff like that so like every 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 little bit helps. We're, we thank if you have already sponsored the podcast. Thank you so much. We really appreciate, you know, all of your help and all of your support. But um, yeah, we got different tiers. The lowest tier starts off at, at two dollars a month. If you become a two dollar sponsor, two dollar a month sponsor, we'll hook you up with some stickers. And um, you know, thanks. Thank you for helping us out. Uh, five, if you become a five dollar a month sponsor, you can join in on the the zoom chat that we have for when we record these things we have we had a bunch today we got a where we have have seven participants and there's three of us so that's four other people yeah so we had a yeah it's fun Uh, you're ready to send you're ready to send a probe to mars with that math (laughs) i'm telling you (laughs) um but yeah Uh, but as as far as jesse and i know all these people listening are like a hundred dollar a month spenders and chris is just pocketing all this money for his future apartment <laughs> the future uh flannel cast studios that are about to uh you'll, exactly you'll see, you'll see Fla- next week flannel cast south <laughs> the atl but, uh, uh but anyway so we have different tiers uh you can you can come hang out with us uh you know we have a 
we have like a kind of like a hangout or slash Q and a session before the podcast starts. So uh, yeah. we had, had some pretty cool questions before, before this podcast, we're talking, had a little chat about plate tectonics uh, pre podcast today. That was, that was really fun. So, yeah. Uh, Conodon zones and colors of conodonts and yeah, oil exploration. And, and before that we were talking about cutting grass. We uh, are the gamut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tahitian treat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, write us a little message if you know what Tahitian treat is, because <laughs> I mentioned this and everybody was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, it is. It was uh, something very popular in my youth, and I want to related to beverages. Know. I don't know. There might be different types of Tahitian treats out there. Just if it's related to a beverage and you know what it is, let Steve know. Hit anyway. him up on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's different tiers, and um, if you become a we have another uh, level of uh, tier where uh, if you if, uh, for $10 a month, we'll do a whole episode dedicated to you. So that is the, the topic of your choice. The, the topic, topic of your choice, not, not necessarily you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, Today's yeah. episode is all about Frank. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get to pick a topic. Next week, we're talking about Mark. And the week after that, we're talking about Maddie and the show. <laughs> um, we, we've, we've briefly been talking. I don't want to. I want to set expectations low. Yeah, that's where we do. But we have been discussing again t-shirts stop it stop. <laughs> i'm just scratching my head yes we have been uh but if you remember if you recall like seven years ago we said they were going to be free N- now we're not did we, did we say that oh our our youth no i i never i listen i never said free t-shirts all right that's i think we said they'd be ready in 2018 and that's half the reason we we took a hiatus 2017 yeah so we didn't have to yeah so i think we started talking about it in 2014 and then we dropped off the face of the earth in 2015 i think in 2014 (laughs) we didn't think this thing would go past three episodes so i (laughs) in 2020 i still don't think it'll go past three more but (laughs) well anywho it wouldn't be because we stopped all right oh love doing this all right. Well, um, so anyway, so if, if you if you have a couple bucks to spare and, and you'd like to help out the podcast, uh, check us out on Patreon.com. If you don't have any money right now, you don't, you know, uh, and you still like to help out the podcast, tell a friend. That always helps. Word of mouth gets around, you know. Uh, uh, subscribe to us on, um, you know, we're on all the the, the podcast platforms. Uh, ch- uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. We basically it's just a uh, the video version of the podcast um, write a review yeah. and all, all those reviews help to get, to get the name, uh, to get the word out about the podcast. Check us out on Twitter too. We're, we're trying to up our Twitter game. Yeah. Our Thanks Barry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're old. So Twitter now. is Twitter is at geo flannel cast. That's the only one that's different, but um, yeah. And then once again, check us out on, uh, we're going to, uh, once again, just, I guess one last announcement, we're going to try to do a listener episode, a listener question episode, uh, coming up next few weeks. So, uh, probably sooner rather than later. So if you want to, if you want us to give a shot at your, um, uh, your geology question, send it, send it our ways, go to our website, geologyflannelcast.com, click on submit listener question and try to away. Try to stump us. Yeah. The more obscure, the better. Yeah. Just be like hats. Why do geologists always wear them? And uh, something like that. Just be a master class in BSing. <laughs> As so opposed you, to what we do every other week. If, <laughs> if you'd like to see us uh, kind of flail around trying to answer complicated questions, uh, we'll have that listener questions episode coming up shortly. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, so we got some questions now. So send them, send them our ways. Also, uh, Oh, shoot us an email. Check. You can contact us on our website, geologyflinalcast.com, and um, you just click on the, the contact us and just shoot us. That's that's another way to get a hold of us if you don't want to ask a question or whatever. Uh, yeah, we love love. Uh, you know, let us know you're out there. Say hi. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. We won't. We won't bite. Jesse might, but uh, Steve and I won't. Yeah, we're pretty good. That's why we keep them in the basement with no windows. <laughs> Man, what if my new podcast studio has a window? Silence. Uh, <clears throat> curtains? Uh, blackout curtains. Yeah. Blackout curtains. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, that, that wraps it up for today. Uh, thank you. Thank you to our, our Patreon fans or friends for, uh, for hanging out today. Uh, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. And uh, yeah. thanks everyone for listening to the whole episode. Uh, stick it around until the end. We appreciate it. And yep. uh, <laughs> until next week, thanks a lot, guys. We love you. And we will talk again in seven days. Thanks a lot. See you. Have a safe day. Goodbye.